You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Masters of Sex After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Masters of Sex After Show. understand what we trying to say, you know? Uh. <laughs> What's up, Masters of Sex on AfterBuzz TV? We are back for another episode of one of our favorite TV shows that talks about sex, baby. <laughs> Brave New World was today's episode, season one, episode six for Masters of Sex. And I am your host, Spicy Mati, joined by my fabulous co-host, Jenna. Hello. Our sex bird in the house. And Roya. What up? <laughs> we are super excited about today's episode because it's getting better. Yes. It's, it's getting, <laughs> getting racy. Intense. The show is starting to actually reveal a little bit more uh, storyline. And so today's episode uh, was nice and juicy. Of course, it was very uh, sexually intense. But um, I love the fact that we're touching on female orgasms in the different type. I'm sorry. I'm just going to say it. I'm excited that they're that, like to be a part of the discovery of the various orgasms. So. <laughs> it's still a mystery to so many women still. There's so many women out there that... I can't tell you how regular that response is. Like, I don't know if I've had an orgasm or not. That is very typical. That is mind-blowing. Yeah. And if you guys have experienced this, please tweet at Jenna because she's a sex expert. <laughs> and ask her every single question that you guys want to know about the female orgasm please and what you're missing out on. <laughs> I just put Jenna on now. the spot right, right there. <laughs> no pun intended. But I can't even imagine experiencing a life of sex with any partner for that matter and not being able able to be pleased and get some type of gratification from it. That'd be rough. So I really enjoy Masters of Sex exploring this and making this, you know, less of a taboo topic and coming out and giving the storyline of, you know, Dr. Masters in Virginia. Mm -hmm. And so let's dig right in and talk about uh, Libby going to Florida with Dr. Masters and that being one of the most awful vacations ever for a couple to go on. Yeah. Masters just couldn't get out of his work mode no matter what he did. Everything when the old couple were having sex and he was like timing it. Even before he knew that they were an old couple, he was watching the clock. He looked at his watch. You know, he just couldn't stop focusing. He wasn't focusing on his wife as he should have been. Poor Libby. Well, they say that in order to be like an expert at something and in order to really be a master of it, you have to be obsessive. And he's definitely obsessed with his research and his studies. That explains a lot. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But is that a good excuse, though? No, because his wife really needs him. And we're always really sympathizing with Libby because Mm -hmm. she gets the grunt into the stick. Yes, she married a genius and he's a doctor and he's amazing and he's giving back to the world. But... She's suffering as a wife. Yeah. Did Did you guys catch on in the very beginning when they kept referring to kids and how it was like a ghost and how haunting it was for them? 
like when she went over to her neighbor's place, be like, "Hey, can you watch or go check our mail for us?" They were start- the baby was crying in the background, and then the uh, the neighbor started lactating, and it was just kind of this sensitive subject, right? Such a random, between, yeah. like leaking nipple. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that really happens when you're pregnant. It doesn't really happen, but it was just so random. And it just happened to happen yeah. while Libby was right there as yeah. a reminder that she is not with child anymore. And then when they went into the room and they heard the pop go pop uh, pop goes the weasel pop goes the weasel and the just the children again. Oh, the great, they're jumping on the bed and how. They were just like it was a taboo thing. Like they were freaked out about it. And, well, I, or Doctor Masters was trying to protect her from it. I thought it was funny that they chose Pop Goes the Weasel as the choice of a childhood song slash shows mm-hmm. to make fun of while they're doing it because Pop Goes the Weasel has like a lot of sexual connotation behind yeah. it. You know, Pop like popping that thing. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like what exactly? Yeah. <laughs> weasel, you know, the weasel. Yeah. So popping the weasel. very creative like, with the selection for okay, sure. Okay, maybe yeah. I'm the I only just one. Hear you <laughs> with a dirty it. mind. <laughs> but I did sympathize with Libby in that moment though because she gets mm-hmm. to see or hear another couple having great Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline amazing amazing sex and then they find out that this couple is an old couple mm-hmm. that they are in their late 60s maybe even 70s still getting their freak on and she's not being satisfied at all by her husband yeah I, I was hoping maybe they'd actually they kept kind of hinting that maybe when he got into the bed right that she was gonna get and the beds were pushed together that I maybe know. just I was maybe so excited that their beds were next to each other yeah, and then you nothing. Know, oh, because we thought they were going to get their freak on. Intimacy. Yeah. Well, didn't you think that it was ironic that this whole episode has been centered around uh, men being unnecessary? They kept saying mm-hmm. that this entire episode, men are unnecessary. And we start to see that Libby almost gets empowered by finally telling her husband to go. Mm-hmm. And she wasn't meaning it in a sexual way that she didn't need him. But the whole metaphor for this entire episode was that men aren't needed in the bedroom. Which makes me uncomfortable. I don't like that. I mean, I, this show definitely ramped up and got very exciting. But I don't like that mentality of, we don't need men. You know, I just, it makes me uncomfortable. What did you guys think? As far as sexually is concerned, of course, this whole episode is is centered around the female orgasm without the man, which I think is, I think that's very empowering because, only because for the longest, I think women have had a fear of playing with themselves and masturbating. And it's okay for the man to masturbate, but not for the woman. And it's the same thing. If a man masturbates without a partner, he's still, he's pleasing himself. What's wrong with a woman being able to please herself and learn her body? I don't think there's anything wrong with it. It's just that overly feminist approach to, we don't need a man. And I say, I think that it is good and empowering because I have been in relationships, multiple relationships where I've been starved sexually. And it's debilitating to be with somebody and to sleep and have all of this sexual tension with someone and not and kind of to be in captivity almost Mm -hmm. to not be able to be a sexual being and i think that going along that way in satisfying yourself is fine and it's an option but it's not a 
realistic approach to dealing with your sexuality because so much of what your sexuality is and what your sensuality mm-hmm. is is skin touching human interaction we are social beings we are not meant to just take over Intimacy. the yeah it, we weren't meant to just take over the world and just do everything ourselves and we don't need help from anyone i don't think that there's you know, it's a shared experience, and I, I think that that's really important. So I definitely understand the where they were going with this episode, but I'm also very sensitive to the fact that I don't think that sex should be this thing where, oh, well, if you don't want to, I'll just go off and do this, and, you know, I'll just, <laughs> I'll just be the master of everything. I'm, you know, Well, don't you like, feel well, like for that time, this was epic, though. This was the time was. when women were 100% dependent on men, mm-hmm. whether it be in the bedroom. They put the man's needs before their own, and for the first time, women can now – or. Dr. Masters and Virginia are discovering that women can please themselves physically. You know what I think is more empowering is to be able to walk away from a situation like that and decide what's best or what's not best for you and to get into a situation where you are fit sexually with that person. I think that's more that's more of an empowering choice is making a decision and saying, hey, this is what I need. This is what I'm going after instead of just saying, oh, I'm not getting this here. Oh, well, then I'll just go in the corner and masturbate and just, you know. Would you agree that that on this episode, Libby was doing that? Yeah. She was walking she away from walked a away. situation yeah. that was making her unhappy. And I'm more kudos to her. The question is, will she stick with it, though? Will she stick with it? Well, we saw some of the previews, and it looks like she's I, – I honestly didn't think that she was going to come home. I thought that's where mm-hmm. it was leading up to. So I was, was kind of hoping she'd stay in Florida, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dr. Yeah. Masters and Virginia can have crazy yeah. wild sex. Yeah. Okay. It's going <laughs> to happen. You can't well, avoid she, it. She links up with this old couple that Which? is madly, passionately in love. And they, she starts lying to them about her life. I know that was yeah. so weird, but then and then she gets herself in so much trouble. Do you think it was like wrong of her to lie about having kids, and then her husband was dead in an air, airplane was, crash? I think she was playing with fantasy a little bit mm. and trying to take herself out of her own life. I sometimes as a coping mechanism, I think a lot of people do that, you know, to to heal and deal with the fact that she's not you know with her husband mm-hmm. and that he would rather be working so i think that was a defense mechanism for her but uh so were you proud of her for doing that or were you more like come on no, like, i you? say she's on vacation she's dealing with this the very best that she can yeah. do That's her way have we ever said anything bad about Libby? <laughs> well was it was it what you're saying that she was living in this fantasy land or was she really ashamed to tell the couple that she didn't have kids and that she had kicked her husband out of the hotel I think it. I could. She I think it could have been a shame. Yeah, it was a coping yeah. mechanism to deal with the fact yeah. that she was so empty. Especially when they told her that they met right out of high school mm-hmm. and their love story and how it made her so happy. And then she, when they turned the tables around, like, so what about you? She's like, my life is not that great. What do I do? <laughs> how do I answer well, that? Well, unfortunately, she was a little too nice to this strange couple because yes. they got the wrong impression. Mm-hmm. I was thinking threesome. Yeah. <laughs> I totally thought that she was going to be surprised by it and then go for it. I was kind of hoping she, she got, would. I was hoping she would yeah. go for it, too. I, when she got scared, that scared me. But I was, you know, there was, was no way. There was a overreacting there, no, a little bit. <laughs> that, how ter- I, I would that, be terrified. That guy was actually, I don't know if anyone watched uh, uh, Spin City, but mm-hmm. that guy was actually the mayor in Spin City. So when I was watching, like, he looks so familiar. And then he talked and he oh. giggled. And I was like... That's him. Wait, you think so, she was overreacting? I would have I, been terrified. You have no idea what I, I would have been terrified. Well, she should have known what was going on. It was an older man yeah. in her bedroom that was insinuating that they should have sex. I think yeah. that she had every right to be yeah. fearful, especially since 
she just met his wife. She thought or assumed that he was in a happy yeah. marriage yeah. and he was being overly aggressive and alcohol was involved. Do you think that she paused at all? I'm trying to remember that part real quick. If she at least gave a little pause about thinking no. about it. I don't think she thought about it so. at all. I no. think she was, she was instantly like, terrified. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I think she was instantly terrified. Yeah. And I think, too, that it goes back to the other theme of this episode, looking at the outside, looking into someone's home from the outside. Yeah. And it not being as amazing on the outside as you think that it is. You know, the grass is always greener on the other side. And so Libby saw this couple. She was like, oh, my gosh, they're so in love. It's so amazing. Mm-hmm. And it just showed that they're not that amazing as she thought the fact that he would come on to her after he's been happily married for 60 years. Well, do you think this – I mean, this just kind of came to me right now, a little pun towards Freud because I kept talking about him and how um Libby was talking about, do you really want to, you know, F your father – and this guy is old. Do you think that this is kind of their little stab at Freud's little concept no about that? No, you don't think they might have just no, we don't, kind no. of quickly... I didn't connect that. No, no I just love that right now. I was like, <laughs> wait a second. But that would be cool if it did make sense. You but see, I don't, I I don't like connect those all dots. The way out, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, why? Like, Roy why is like, this is coming couple? to me now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> what do you guys think? Why an old couple? Like, you know, maybe that was kind of a little, a little a step. I don't know. Just I think no. I think that was more to to make Libby a little bit, you know, jealous and could have been a younger couple though. Compare her situation, yeah, but I think that you have more of an admiration and respect for a couple that's made it through the trenches. Sure. And Libby and Doctor Masters haven't, and you know she's starting to get to a point where she's going to walk away for sure. I hope she does walk away soon because he treats her like crap. So. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what her next move is. Yeah, but what I thought was extremely interesting this episode was uh, how you kind of made reference to. Uh, the female not being um, in a complacent situation, her not being uh, satisfied with her situation sexually and her doing something about it. Either her she stays or she goes. And in this particular episode, we see Margaret Scully deciding that she's not going to be, I guess, a victim to her lack of sex in the bedroom and she's going to be more hands-on and take mm-hmm. action. I think that we saw an emotional... I, I think that... And this is this happens so much where you're just you know there's sexual ebbs and flows that just never get mentioned in a relationship. Two people can be entirely close but never talk about the fact that we don't have sex anymore. Right? They sleep in two completely different bedrooms. Two completely bedrooms at each end of the house. You know, and I don't think that she realized how bad it was until she came to face to face with it when she realized that she hadn't had an orgasm. And had to admit that anonymously, but to people, and mm-hmm. say it out, and actually say it out loud. I don't yeah. know how much thinking there was done when she made that move with Austin, or when he kissed her. But I think it was more her body responding to human touch. And I feel like when you get starved, there's you'll you know, devour just about anything. I know. Yeah, I, and I'm speaking everything from, I'm, starts I'm, looking good. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking from experience, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a terrible. I, there's so much I could relate to this episode of being in a situation where you are starved and it puts your mind in a terrible, dark place. And it's so it's so sad because you need that human touch. Well, we see we see Mrs. Scully. She's depressed. Her body hasn't experienced any pleasure. She's reaching out to Doctor Masters in Virginia now to be a part of this scientific yep. experiment so that she isn't. I think put in a guilty situation of cheating. It's for science, therefore it's not cheating. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't understand why her husband's not touching her and he's not affectionate. He's kissing her on the nose. And she too is suffering from his secret of his own personal intimacy issues with the opposite sex. Yeah. 
Which, by the way, in that scene, did you notice that we never saw his face and it was always in the dark? Like, only time we saw uh, Scully's, uh, Barton's face was through the mirror. So it was a very dark kind of mm-hmm. theme to Living it. Living in know? the shadows. Living, exactly. Not letting it be out in the Kind open of like yet. in the closet. Exactly. Yeah. So it was kind of interesting that the Great whole take, point. you know, it was a long uh, shot for a while um, behind, like, when they're both in the shot and then it cuts to, you know, back and forth between them. But it was an interesting kind of take on that shot of how and- they went about it. What about the dynamics between uh, the prostitute and Dr. Scully? Uh, them, their exchange that they were sharing, I, I almost feel as if he was like kind of desiring the love of the male prostitute that he's been sleeping with. What do you, what do you mean? Like he Just wants- because like he wanted validation that he hadn't betrayed him, that he hadn't said anything. I, yeah. And so was that more because of, because he trusts him, or was it more just because his, he didn't want his name out there and he's trying to figure out out there. where Dr. Masters got the information from? That's probably exactly it. And I honestly feel like maybe he's the first prostitute he's ever had and kind of he's comfortable with it. You mm-hmm. know, like the first time, it kind of goes back with the whole virginity. Uh, when you lose your virginity, you kind of get hooked with that person. They were careful to add in the scene, though, that the prostitute said, this you didn't seem like a first timer when you came. Mm-hmm. So that leads me to believe that it wasn't his first time. But that could be just the prostitute's way of trying to get him off his back. Yeah, like, and because I don't think he's gonna Barton's gonna say anything. Be like, oh no, you're my first. You're the only one. I don't think he's gonna say that because he's still kind of ashamed about his little secret in the closet. You, but he even said in this scene though that the prostitute, he, the did. prostitute said that he had had other people. He, he goes, no, maybe he assumes he assumes that he had it. Yeah, you know, it, it was an did assumption. All the it was yeah. it, it was a re- kind of like a reverse psychology yeah. in order to take that... the heat off of him. But we don't really know if this was, uh, you know, Doctor Scully's first sexual experience with a yeah. man. We're but, still trying to learn. Right. I think that my prediction, my sense is that things trailed off after you know, Virgin or Vivian was born, their daughter. And they pretty much don't have sex at all. It's typical when someone's having an affair for the sex to flatline with the partner. That's you know, that's why people always say, well, we stopped having sex. Are you having sex with someone else? They do because there's a different attachment to that situation. Mm-hmm. And it uh, stops. Sometimes, in rare cases, the sex can really heat up, which I think we might see Dr. Masters and Libby heat up. I think he might show uh, get a little aggressive with them. Because when there's that new excitement in that wave of, you know, sexual freshness, I guess, that leads that that comes home with them for a little while for a very short time for maybe like the first month or two if someone's having an affair it might heat up and then it will automatically trail off as the affair goes stronger well in this particular situation we see margaret starting to have an affair Mm -hmm. and we already know that Mr. Scully is having an affair, yeah. obviously. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering what kind of dynamic that's going to put in the household. All in the same car, by the way. Right. <laughs> Great oh, point. That, I love that One in the front, point. one in the back seat. You're on a roll today, Roya. This is happening all yeah. the But that is, that is a great point. Both of them are sleeping with... Uh, people who are not their life partner yeah. inside of the car. Car sex, still very prevalent now, these days. <laughs> as much as I don't condone cheating by any means, I am so happy to see Mrs. Scully get some this episode yeah. because she deserves it. As a woman, she admitted that she hadn't received an orgasm or never experienced that before. And, then, and for him to be able to give that to her, I, I'm kudos. I'm so happy for her. I'm happy that she went for it. And the shame like that she had to go through. To admit that she's never like had an orgasm and then walked out and just wanted to break down and just to have Austin come and just 
<laughs> literally uh you know <laughs> like bring her back Super to life off her feet. You know? yeah it's for each other to bring them back to life yeah she did something for him as too. well she it was a shared yeah. gave him a, a little she uh, gave him a part of, of his sexuality back yeah right can i throw another freud comment in? go ahead she's his mother or could be like a mother towards <gasps> him. no i don't think so i know no, they made a okay. reference though remember the that? reason why i'm with you on this one roya is because when he's in the psychiatrist seat. Mm-hmm. He says, and I don't fantasize about my mother, by the way. Referring oh, to Dr. Fro- referring okay, to Freud's maybe. theory. And he got it up. Uh, <laughs> the moment that he's placed with an older woman who could be a mother figure who instills, you know what I tell my daughter? And when she's about to take a test in order to feel oh, better, right, right, she's starting give to that. give him little, you know, <laughs> nuggets of knowledge. Now he's feeling himself. He's feeling confident and he takes her down yeah. and yeah. his thing goes up. Yeah. And so Freudian I think that theme. that's a great, great, great observation. Yes, Roya. one for one. I agree with, that. with that. I was like, no. <laughs> no, they definitely, everything was, 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 tied in and a little bow carefully yeah. yeah everything went Strategically around full circle. yes yeah. exactly and this episode we get to also finally see some of the sexual interaction between uh virginia and dr masters yes they took finally. it to the next level <laughs> okay i still don't see sexual tension i don't see it i saw at the very end when he turned around and he saw what he was able to get he had that look in his face like this is actually gonna like a dream come true for a boy to want to do like their celebrity. I know it's probably a really bad analogy. I but still. feel like that was forced and abrupt. I don't feel like that she but, had to do that. I don't know where uh, it came from. I feel like they just needed in, to insert that in there. I don't agree with their choice as well. As far as when she decided to take it wasn't her blouse even off, talked about well, getting a, a nipple I, orgasm. I, I feel like, like it was because of the not literally a promotion for her. But the fact that he gave her something and made her feel he more like a person. validated her yeah. in her way. Yeah. And she's not a secretary. She's not his assistant. Or he, she is his research assistant. But I feel like there was a building towards this moment, though. Yeah. If you go back to when they were in Florida and he gets a phone call from Virginia as far as the research that she discovered. He he gets off the phone. He turns to his wife and he's gleaming, yeah. cheesing smile from you know cheek to cheek he's cheesing (laughs) and we never see dr master Mm -hmm. smile but guess who gave him that pleasure virginia his own wife can't do that for him he doesn't have sex with her but he does get his pleasure his orgasm almost from his work Mm -hmm. so then fast forward we're starting to see that there's a certain level of respect for virginia and that you know she has haters obviously at the hospital uh what's the name of it lillian is one of mm-hmm. her hugest haters mm-hmm. <laughs> she's not a doctor yeah but, but she did correct people when they said that she was a doctor correct mm-hmm. she did she did she's so upfront about it i don't know where lillian came off with all of that well she's it's obviously a jealousy because she the fact that she was referring to virginia's looks and allure as being why she's getting ahead and discrediting a little bit of a makeover but she was discrediting the work that virginia has done in her contribution to dr masters science well and lillian's also got to go through the same thing dr masters went through but a little bit harder because she's a woman you know how dr masters was told you have to have this picture perfect kind of life to be able to get your up your standings up higher so maybe that's what lillian's got to go through in order to receive that but obviously she's she's a woman it's gonna be more difficult it was much harder for women to work during that time. Right. Yeah. But but Virginia is gaining respect because of the work that she's doing and the time and effort that she's putting in. So I think that he rewarded someone who has been very hardworking and has earned his respect. And I don't think that he rewarded her just because of her beauty. No, definitely I think not. that it, it 
probably helps with maybe making people feel comfortable, but I don't think it's the reason that he rewarded her. I think he was in a place where he finally, like, was waiting to exhale and he was like you know what you have earned my respect because she did she started doing research on her own while he was gone in florida and i feel like she earned the title that she was receiving but just like that was an orgasm for him it was an orgasm for her yeah and they i feel like she wanted to reward him in a way yeah this i love the scene when she calls him and he's in florida and he's like are you in my office yeah are you sitting in my chair? No, I'm standing. <laughs> just sitting there in his chair. I thought that was a cute little cover. Type. Right, he's like I, a little kid not wanting to get I, in yeah. trouble. I felt like that was almost a fantasy for him, the way he said it. In my chair? In yeah. my office? In my chair? I felt like that was a... I, I don't think that she construed it as that way, but that's what I was picking up off of that. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought it was more of a, oh, the audacity for you to be in my mm-hmm. office, in my chair yeah. while I'm not there. But he was still comfortable with it. He wasn't upset. Yeah. Like, he has been in the very beginning of the season where he was like, what are you doing? How dare you? Da, da, da. So because I he said, got leave. excited. He yeah. got excited about the work that she was exactly. doing. I know. She was like, are you firing yeah. me again? So... But- their relationship, though, has definitely grown, even in this episode, mm-hmm. um, when they're walking to the elevator. Did you know she was holding his hat for him before he left? Like, kind of like a wifely type of thing. Ah. I was waiting for her to put it on his head and be like, here you go. You know, I didn't have pick a up great on day. that. Oh. Like, okay. I just thought that was interesting. She didn't have to hold his hat. She didn't. Sorry, film nerd in me is coming out. You no, know, but you are, you are bringing <laughs> up, some, right. you are bringing right. up <laughs> some, you know, cinematic points that we might not Sorry. have noticed otherwise. You know what, though? They, I, I do, what I see is the difference between on-screen chemistry and not having that because I still just, I don't see the chemistry between the two actors. Well, do you guys? I don't see, I don't see a like I'm, lustful nature between them i don't think that that's how they wind up falling in love i don't think that it's a um i think that they're playing it exactly how it happened i don't think that there is like you said sexual tension yet i think that there's sexual opportunity right. and they're in a place of sex 24 7 and so i think that they become immersed in it and start to yeah. fall for each other i don't think it's gotten to well, that it's point a shared yet. interest right they've got something to kind of come you know, camaraderie, there's camaraderie there. Because right. they're both very excited. They're both learning something. You know, relationship statistics indicate that if you're constantly in a state of sharing information with someone and teaching someone, you're both receiving, you're getting something, and you're, you know, your reward circuit pathway is lighting up because you're learning something, mm-hmm. and that's exciting, right? And then when you give something to someone, if I teach you about sex, my reward circuit pathway is lighting up too because I'm so excited to be sharing something right. to you that you want to know. And so there is this constant exchange between this person between them because she's teaching him how to be more human and how to get better surveys out of their data and he's teaching her the science side so they really are quite a dynamic duo yeah you know eventually it'd be an exchange of fluids yeah (laughs) (laughs) i i not excited about that joking you guys but i do have to ask science it's for science how did you guys feel when she took off her blouse appropriate inappropriate did it just discredit everything she'd been working so hard for to gain respect in the science community it was weird i don't know i thought did you like it I this is not team. You should have done that. I don't think so. I think it was unnecessary. Absolutely. I think they they took something away from a really good episode. Uh, I, I, I have to disagree, though. I thought it was a really good way to be dramatic about the whole. Like it, that was where they ended it with us. And uh, what was her last line? She said, "She said, uh, we're scientists. Let's see. 
or something like that. She is a research assistant. Let's be clear. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> still, it's just it was very. It was a good cliffhanger. Thank to you, end the Lillian. On. <laughs> <laughs> so. No, but this is this is why it didn't make sense for her to want to experiment and see if she can have an orgasm from the nipples because there's somebody who is capable of doing that because they openly admitted that they can have an orgasm from nipples so why not test that patient why did virginia feel like she needed to sit in the chair and be part of the experiment all of a sudden i just don't think that it was appropriate they have a pool of data to test that nipple orgasms on i don't know what made her feel like she needed to undress and take the Maybe she was turned on at that moment. Maybe she... I think a little bit of it was... Yeah, a little a, was it riding yeah. the excitement. Yes. Getting his respect. Yeah. And, you know, with anybody in power or authority or a superior that's giving you, like, validation, you know, that if you're under that person. I mean, it is exciting, but keep your shirt on. Well, now she's got him, like, thinking about her boobs the rest of right. the time they work, so that's kind she's of She's looking for that doctor. <laughs> she's, she's looking for that doctor title. She's like, if I take my boobs, <laughs> my shirt off, maybe I can be doctor by the end of the night. No, but they're, but honestly, and her boobs were fabulous. It was a great Perfect, titty shot. Amazing boobs. <laughs> they were just phenomenal. Amazing okay? But I just felt like it was it was unnecessary and it took away from, I think, the professionalism aspect that totally. we've been applauding her for this entire season. Mm-hmm. And now she's become one of the patients. I think that she lowered herself by doing that and becoming a part of the experiment. Because originally when he suggested that they have sex she was, no. as a part of the experiment, she's like, no, that's not something that I want to do. But now that he gives you a position of power, now you're like, okay, you can use me as a guinea pig. Well, maybe it sounds better than I'm sleeping with my secretary. I'm sleeping with my research um, assistant. Maybe that's the title that helped made her be able to they choose to go that way. They say in the book that people didn't know they were sleeping together for years during the study. So they keep this on the DL. I'm curious <laughs> to see his progression of him and his sexuality. Mm-hmm. Because he seems at this point asexual. Other than the fact that people are saying that he likes Virginia, we don't. We haven't really seen that. He hasn't done anything. We haven't even seen him masturbate to the thought of her. And so the fact that he's he's being very impartial you know around her he's not being sexual he's not being lustful i'm curious to see how that develops and they may even get to the point where he's throwing her clothes off and ravishing her because i just don't see the sexual chemistry between them like you said so i'm really curious to see how it's gonna iron out me too i'm team virginia and masters so i'm just waiting i'm like (laughs) it will work it will work i am such a love bug like i can't believe i'm not but i'm just not impressed with their sexual chemistry i'm curious to see what everyone else says about their sexual chemistry because maybe i'm just not seeing it okay well it'll be great to get some more perspective we're gonna have uh one of our hosts that joined us last time lim give the male perspective uh next episode yes but let's give some after buzz uh predictions and And now your after buzz tv predictions So, what do you think? I think that we're going to see more of the affair go on because we saw a little bit in Which the preview. One? <laughs> <laughs> between, uh, between, Lib- or no, yeah, between Margaret uh-huh. and, um, what's the blonde gentleman? Austin. 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 Yeah, I think that that's going to start to get hot and heavy because now he feels empowered. He got his sexuality back and he's able to get it up back now. And she's feeling like a whole nother woman. And I don't think that she's going to miss you know her husband one bit and i hope that he finds out about her affair yeah he's been holding out on her say go if you're gonna cheat go 
Just go. Don't be a coward. Jeez, there's just a go. lot of affairs in this. It just dawned on me every single character every single has person. somebody. <laughs> like, <laughs> Only person not cheating is Virginia because she's not married. True. That is actually a good point. And we did, <laughs> we did get to see that much of this episode of Ethan and oh, he's Vivian. Back, we though. saw just a little bit of them, just for uh, just well, a little bit of Vivian talking about mm-hmm. Ethan cooking for her. But it looks like they're starting to now play, you know, boyfriend and girlfriend and get more into their role as, I guess, in this relationship mm-hmm. that was forced. I, I feel like Masters is definitely going to get uh, his sex on with his wife a lot more. And uh, they're going to actually do it a lot. And um, I think Libby... You think Dr. Masters is going to have oh, sex yeah, with his wife? Oh, yeah. I think once him and uh, uh, Virginia start like actually doing their experiments and all that stuff, it's going to get him more riled up. It's going to revitalize his, his Exactly. Penis. And he's going to go revival. with his wife. And then his wife is going to want a baby. And so the only oh. way they can get a baby is maybe if they... Uh, if Ethan steps in and does a little bit of work for I her. I think Ethan really put his, I hope, I, I think it's going to come out that Ethan, it was Ethan Seaman yeah. that impregnated. Ethan's uh, going to do something very evil. <laughs> <laughs> like, just waiting for that. I'm just waiting for him to snap and do something. Wait, waiting. didn't you guys have some news and gossip for us? There were some uh, reviews about the show that you wanted to talk about? There was a review. Well, obviously, and someone mentioned this in the comments, that they did get renewed for season two. Yay! Yeah. But on the flip side of that, and I'm curious to see what everyone else thinks, it was, I think, TV Guide, I can't remember the exact, but I'll post it, that had mentioned, okay, there's obviously some very good acting going on in Masters Mm -hmm. of Sex. We get that. But where is the plot? Like, where is this show going? And so I'm curious to see what everyone else's thoughts are on that because so far I feel like the comments have been pretty good about the show. From what I can see on Twitter, people really are enjoying it. But I have to agree slightly with the TV uh, comment in that I do feel like there is some plot missing, but maybe that's our overstimulated there's always a bank getting robbed. Someone's dying. Like, I, could, yeah. I could use someone like I could use someone robbing a bank at this point. <laughs> or so you need more action. More. I need a little bit more direction on where there's no tension building up really anywhere. It's you know it's so apparent to the audience that Masters and uh, Virginia are going to end up together. So there's no real tension there. We know it's going to happen. It's a matter of how many awkward transactions they're going to have mm-hmm. until it happens when can so, they get caught <laughs> yeah and then scully do we really care if are we emotionally attached to his wife cheating not really because he's gay and he's you know you know prostituting it up which is fine but there's not real like what's god i wonder what's gonna happen next week mm-hmm. you know there's not that sense of you know i think that what I, and i don't this is my guess but i feel like as, as if the other storylines is what is going to start to overpower the show because Dr. Masters and Virginia can only give us so much mm-hmm. tension between mm-hmm. them, so much scientific research. I mean, I really do feel like I'm learning a lot about human anatomy while I'm watching this show, so I think that's one great thing. But I think that they're starting to get a little bit more juicier, and that's why we start to see all these affairs unravel yeah. and kind of sexuality being the compass for this entire show. But how much can it be, you know, based on sex and how many affairs can we have? So who really is the antagonist on the show? There Mm -hmm. isn't really one. Yeah. And so I think they're going (laughs) to – but he's not even that. He's lovable. Yeah. So I think they're really going to have to either incorporate someone Mm -hmm. or start to 
you know, make that a, a, a part of the show for us to really continue on with another season. Yeah. I just feel like they had so many characters that they had to do a lot of character development in the whole yeah. storyline. Yeah, the exactly. So maybe that now they're at a point where, okay, you know who we, all these characters are. Now let's make something happen. I'm enjoying it. I'm you know? I feel like it's starting to get juicy, but I think it started me so low in the yeah, beginning yeah. that anything now I'm like jumping on and it's a climax. I'm taking it. Yeah. <laughs> like Barton, Barton, did you see the little preview real quick where he was in the car with his prostitute and they pull him out. So he gets, there's a preview of him getting oh, caught. Yeah. So it's going to get very, yeah, very that's emotional good. soon. Yeah. Next week. Ooh, well, there yeah. you guys have it. Please tune in next week with us. We'll have uh, the male perspective, Lem, back in here with us. But uh, tune in every Sunday at uh, 8 o'clock here on AfterBuzz TV. And I, once again, I'm your host, Spicy Madi. You guys can play with my Twitter or stroke my Instagram at Spicy underscore Madi. And where can they find you, Jenna? I'm at Jenna Time Tweets. And I'm at Hey Roya, and I'm also on Instagram at Hey Roya as well. Great. And you guys also, I'm plugging this because Phil reminded me, uh, make sure that you tune in every Friday at 4.30. I do a show called Love on Top, which I'm dealing with sex, relationships, and yeah, all that good stuff uh, as far as Hollywood's concerned and with Black Hollywood. So Love on Top, 4.30 p.m. on Black Hollywood Live. I like Live. that, Love Sweet. on Top. Yeah, there's nothing better than being on top. <laughs> that really isn't. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.